What's going on, everybody? This is JVB from the Post Game Report. So, recently there's been, uh, there's, there's, there's a few people, like I've always stated on, on, you know, whether it's my podcast or YouTube, whatever, or social feeds, I've always stated that the fastest way to gain popularity is to create a YouTube channel or just a Twitter account, let's say, that focuses on bashing one console over the other. Specifically the Xbox. I'm not going to bullshit around it. Um, if you create a pro Xbox Twitter account or a YouTube channel where you are hyping up the Xbox to no end and then bashing the competition, in this case, the PlayStation, let's be honest, you're going to do good. You're going to get a lot of followers. You're going to get a quick, nice little quick spurt of you know, in, uh, sub, uh, subscri subscribers, excuse me. And that's the formula to gain some quick notoriety. So ever since I said that, and I've stated this for years and there's a difference, right? A lot of people accused the post game report for doing just that bashing the Xbox and doing it for clicks, which is bullshit. Because everything we stated about Xbox has always been constructive and stuff that eventually was worked on. I remember buying the Xbox One, the original Xbox One. Well, not the original, last generation. And one of the first things we brought up was how Party Chat was broken. And guess what? Not only were we critiqued by others in, in the community accused of, you know, uh, fanboyism, but guess what? Microsoft acknowledged the issue and fixed it. Same thing with the controller. Eventually they put a freaking headphone jack into the controller. There's no accident or there's no coincidence that they put a share button in the most recent Xbox one, uh, Xbox series controllers. All of the stuff that we critiqued Xbox over was legitimate. Now, there are people who will critique the Xbox for the sake of critiquing the Xbox and then call it constructive criticism. They don't know what constructive criticism is. <laughs> yes, Xbox and its management team, they've been incompetent for many years. I strongly believe that I still do. Regardless of the acquisitions they've made. The fact is that we've only had Flight Simulator, Forza F uh, Horizon 5, and Halo Infinite in the last year for the Xbox Series. I cannot forgive that. I cannot overlook that. I don't care what's in the horizon. The fact remains. The facts, the facts are there. Those are the only three first-party exclusives that were launched on the Xbox when compared to the PlayStation. Content is king, right? And when you have something exclusive to your platform that no, you know, no one else can get, it's going to attract people. And back in the day, that was once upon a time Halo. I should know because I was a huge Halo fan. My son finished Halo Infinite when he came back from college. 
and he was underwhelmed. He enjoyed the gameplay. He said there's so much promise. My son grew up on Halo, by the way. Just in case you think he doesn't know anything about Halo, my son literally grew up during the time when I was heavily into Halo and the Halo community and, you know, going to visit Microsoft and preview games early, specifically Halo 3. My son grew up with the books, grew up with the movies. Well, not movies, but TV show, uh, the, 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 uh, the animation that they have for Halo. We have all that, man. So, to, 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 you know, some people may think, oh, what does a 20-year-old know about Halo? My son knows a lot more than a lot of people who claim to be big Halo fans. So, I'll put that out there because that in itself is a fact. And he was underwhelmed. And we were both underwhelmed for the same reasons. So, this Halo... Halo Infinite is not what Halo used to be under Bungie. That's just a fact. A fact that cannot be disputed. So, there's a difference between critiquing Microsoft and its first-party games, or lack thereof so far, and bashing Xbox or PlayStation because you want to gain a followship. And that's what's going on. There's an individual who works with IGN, and I'm not going to give him any uh, more attention than that. He made a video making some bold statements that were very misinformed. And he was saying them in a, in a way that he was super sure of everything he was saying. So somebody within the video game community made a video and called him out on it. And so now there's a war of words going on between both individuals and their followers. And now because one, one of them works for IGN, you have people who also work in the industry or are involved in the industry coming to his defense and making subtweets about the whole situation. And one of my buddies, Tony Polanco, he had made a, a comment and I plain and simply said, fuck them. You know, if they can't, if they can't take the heat. Don't go near the fire, you know, and it's true. If you're going to make statements that, you know, that is guaranteed to number one, gain you attention. Number two, put your names in, in the mouths of, of a bunch of people who are pro PlayStation and number three is going to get you um, some response, right? So those three things happened. And he seems to be okay with it, right? He's like, he he's actually said he watched the thing and agreed with some of the points that the other individual pointed out. And so the followers are the ones that are really not only followers, but other people that are friendly with this individual from IGN are coming to his defense and making comments. And once you do that, you throw yourself into the equation. You risk, you risk, and it's not by association. 
it's just you jump into a conversation that you really shouldn't involve yourself in. This is between two individuals. And if you're so anti-console war and, uh, you know, you're, you're so against, you know, journalists being attacked or whatever, then don't give it the attention that it's getting. Don't put your fan base, don't, don't put, don't put it into light to your fan base because they're going to be interested in what you're talking about and they're going to follow the path and they're going to follow the breadcrumbs and then they're going to, they're going to get involved. And I know Tony Polanco for many years and he and I are friends outside of this little social media universe. And so I could talk to him like that and he knows where I'm coming from. And then I had another individual, another friend of mine hit me up privately via text. And we both agreed that this whole thing is a circus show, right? And I told him, I said, it's just a lot of egos cramped into one little tiny community. You have a lot of big egos. You have a lot of content creators who are accustomed to creating content on their own. I love myself, you know, I'm, I'm accustomed to being my own host and, and controlling everything. So for example, if I go to these Twitter spaces and I have some dude telling me, Oh, you got to wait online, raise your hand for, for you to speak. And I'm, I'm going to be like, fuck you. Who the fuck you think you are? <laughs> But that's me, so I avoid that, right? Only on occasions I'll go and I'll listen to a space and it's even rare that I actually participate in a space. So you have a lot of big egos and everybody everybody assumed, damn, I just did like a, like a lisp, <laughs> like I'm from Spain or something. So by the way, I plan on moving to Spain, so maybe I'm just, you know, mentally getting ready but yeah because you got these egos you think you know everybody thinks they know the industry everybody thinks they know the business side everybody thinks they're smarter than the next person and i'm i'm guilty of that i always assume i'm the smartest person in wherever as soon as i walk into the room i i assume i'm the smartest person in the room unless i'm next to my son and that's just me that's that's due to what, over 15 years of podcasting and being involved in this industry and, uh, you know, working in elevators, building elevators, working in New York City projects at night, having that confidence to walk into a, a crowded building during the summer in one of the, you know, in some of the most dangerous neighborhoods in New York City. You got to have confidence. You got to have that attitude that I'm the fucking... You know, like the guy from the Mets who said, I'm the man right now. <laughs> but I'm not the only one who thinks that way, right? And you got to have a big ego. You got to be very sure of yourself if you're going to host a podcast or host a YouTube video. I mean, a YouTube channel. You got to have that edge. Plain and simple, because it is very tough to do it. It is extremely tough to go out there. And if you're, doing, if you're going solo man, you better be, you better be very confident about yourself. It's a lot easier when you start off with a group. 
But when you're doing solo, you're accustomed to, to controlling everything. And now we have too many big egos trying to outsmart one another. And all we're doing is, and I throw myself in the equation, all we're doing is regurgitating the same shit, speaking, and here's the most important part. We are speaking to the same fucking people. Whether you are an Xbox person or a PlayStation person, we basically speak to the same fucking group of people, whether they like us or whether they don't. And that's the one thing that is the hardest to get around, right? And I find myself often being pissed off because I know exactly what's happening. And as I stated, I'm basically speaking to the same people. I'm not getting any new followers. I'm not getting a new audience. I'm not expanding my audience. But then again, I'm not putting the effort to do that, right? There are some people who are. But <laughs> once again, they decide, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to depend on clickbait titles. If you look at RDX and uh, some of the other guys who consider themselves big-time Xbox people, you look at their titles. They're all the same. They're all, all the titles are formatted the same way. And the thumbnails look almost identical. It's fucking comedy gold. Every fucking title has some type of big, huge Xbox news, some big, huge Xbox exclusive on the way, something like obviously aimed at clickbait. And then you have some PlayStation YouTubers doing the same thing. They're starting to resort to doing the same thing because they see that it works. And at the end of the day, it's not the fault of the content creator. It's the fault of the viewer because they enable this shit. And what we get is the same type of content aimed at the same demographic. You could put gameplay. You can have an hour full of gameplay and have somebody commenting over gameplay and nobody's going to, you know, and the commentator could, could be strictly talking about that specific game and how much fun or whatever they are having that unless you have like, you know, I hate to say it. You're a fine ass female showing cleavage. No one's going to pay attention. But as soon as you change that video from talking about the specific game that is being shown to talking shit about Xbox or PlayStation. Now you, you, you found that the perfect fucking way how to gain followers and viewership and popularity. It's fucking weird. And it's the same shit. And so journalists have begun to do the same shit, specifically this gentleman from IGN. He has taking the easiest path to gain followership, I mean, followership and viewership and subscribers. And now he's using that platform to create the, some kind of hoopla for a specific console and to downplay the other one. He knows exactly what he's doing. The dude isn't stupid. I don't know him personally, but I can read people and the fact that people fall for it it makes me freaking crack up because i'm like dude you guys are falling 
for what this guy is doing. He had a picture of Phil Spencer one time in the background, and people went apeshit. Instead of realizing, okay, I'm going to troll the fuck out of everybody on the internet, and I'm going to put a picture of Phil Spencer in the background and watch what happens. I could picture these dudes getting together, whether it's on the internet or at a local cafe, Sipping on some fucking cinnamon leaf macchiato with, you know, goat nut milk. And they're talking amongst each other saying, yo, watch what I'm going to do tomorrow. Pay attention to my feed. I could picture them doing that. Why? Because I've done that. (laughs) I've done that. That's how predictable a lot of people are. And um, I'm starting to freaking, like, uh, get distracted because I'm starting to see shit in my peripheral. It's weird. So, anyway, so, and no, I'm not drunk. I'm not on drugs. It's part of my brain injury. But, yeah, it's just embarrassing. You guys are embarrassing yourselves pretty much. When you give these people attention, that is what they want. Now, you can get attention also by making constructive criticism at what they say. But for the most part, that never works because you're going to have defenders of the universe coming to their aid. And no matter how, no matter how cordial you try to and constructive you try to be towards their content, it's always going to come out wrong. Now, I'm not saying this is what happened with, you know, these two individuals, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It wasn't, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not taking sides and I'm not going to name names, but in my book, let them dole it out on, you know, via words, let them make videos about each other and just enjoy the show. Right. Let them, you know, if you don't agree with one guy or the other, then don't, don't agree with them. You don't have to take sides. You could just sit back. Enjoy the show until the next, you know, rival happens on the internet or some, you know, video game news comes out or you simply say, you know what, let me go play some Sifu or let me go play, uh, I don't know, Uncharted, uh, Legacy, Lost Legacy or let me get ready for the Super Bowl next week. You know, there's plenty to do. Or just go outside and take a fucking walk. (laughs) You know, like, I pride myself in content that lasts, that has lasting power. So no matter when it is watched or when it is listened to, it can relate to to any any time frame. When you have people making these elaborate videos that really center around the console war and, and, and poking at the bear that runs out that eventually wears out. And, and, and a year from now, nobody's going to give a fuck. The individuals might look at it, at their work, their own work and say, damn, what was I thinking back then? You know? So yeah, I, I had these conversations privately and I figured I'd, record an episode and just put my take out there and I'm doing it the way I always do it. Right. I stay in the middle, 
and and the only people that I will come out and speak on their behalf are the individuals in this case, con um, not content creators, but developers, right? You have these developers, especially indie developers who are putting, you know, they they love their craft and they, they put out these games in hopes that we enjoy them. And when you have these console weirdos bashing the, the game because it's on one platform and not the other and hounding them and harassing them, that's when I step in. But unfortunately, one person stepping in is not going to do much. It takes everyone. It takes the entire community to say, look, let's put our little pre uh, preferred consoles, you know, our little warp to the side. And let's get to the topic at hand. Let's, let's get rid of these assholes who are hounding these developers for providing us with games that we might like, right? Some people judge it before it's even out. And that's not fair. And they and because of social, you know, the ease of contacting people within social apps, developers are getting hounded. They're getting harassed. And it, it's not right. So, yeah, that's the only time I will step in. If it's a content creator who is getting chewed out by the community for posting bullshit, I don't step in because fact remains, you knew exactly what you were doing. And so you better be ready. You better be ready for the outcome. Like when uh, there's, there's this dweeb, I nearly called out a name. I said I wouldn't, so I'm not going to even call out the name. He used to be a PlayStation dude, and he makes these crazy elaborate headlines now. And Colin Moriarty destroyed him on his own podcast, and it was hilarious. It, this gentleman thought he was... He was in over his head trying to debate Colin Moriarty and got eaten alive on his own podcast. And it was beautiful to watch. <laughs> That's as as far as I'll go with uh, naming names. But yeah, I'm going to wrap it up. I am Jose. Be Oops, I almost said my full name. You guys know my full name, but I'm JVB. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well and take care and I'll talk to you guys soon.